0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Roman Suttles, and here with me today, I have Ben Crabel and David Solecki. Hi. Today, we will be discussing the Second Amendment and how it relates to the modern world. Now, the first question I want to ask is
1: why was the Second Amendment put into the Constitution originally? The history of America's Second Amendment begins not here, actually, but in England, with the English Bill of Rights. After the Glorious Revolution in England, um, which overthrew King James II, and put William II on the throne, um, William II was made to sign a Bill of Rights that included the right to bear arms, and it protected the rights of the people to bear arms as a condition of his rule. And so that became an integral part of English common law, and translate it to the colonies.
0: Yeah, David, that's definitely one of the main inspirations for the Second Amendment and the Constitution. But personally, I believe one of the main reasons the Second Amendment was put into the Constitution by the early Americans was they wanted to ensure that the American government could not become oppressive like the British government was. And if their rights were being infringed on, they could have a revolution again and prevent it,
2: and they needed weapons to do that. That's a good point, Roman. Another point to make is that the American people needed guns in order to form militias to fight back against European powers. The American military at this time was very decentralized. There wasn't a national army. There were just state militias. In order to keep the American republic alive against various um, European powers that want to take it over, the people needed, needed to be armed with, rough, with rifles and whatever else they have in order to defend their own borders.
0: Now David, I believe you know the most about this second question, so I'll hand it over to you. How has the introduction of the NRA and the
1: history of the NRA impacted the Second Amendment? Roman brings up an excellent question because it's impossible to understand the history of the second amendment and how the second amendment plays into our daily lives without understanding the NRA and the history of the NRA the NRA was founded because during the civil war it was said that 1000 bullets were shot for every one man killed which was seen as a which was seen as a huge waste and rifle clubs were established with Ulysses S Grant who was the union general and a 18th president of the United States, actually served as NRA president during the 1880s. And early in their history, they weren't really much of a political organization. And in fact, they actually supported the Gun Control Act of 1938, which allowed, which allowed for the beginning of common sense gun, gun restrictions. Only after the Gun Control Act of 1968 which required things such as federal, federal licensing for firearms did they become a politically conservative group. They, lob, they, they lobbied against it, and in 1975, the NRA ILA, which was the NRA's political action committee or PAC, was created. And they began to exert their influence first in the 1976 presidential election which ended up in the hands of Jimmy Carter, showing that they did not have a lot of influence. However, through the 1980s and through the Reagan administration, they they began to gain more and more influence as a political lobbying group, and in the modern day are considered one of the top 3 um, lobbying groups in Washington and the most which carried the most influence. Given that the NRA is such an influential lobbying group, they have really used their power to skew the conversation on gun rights and gun laws in America opposing gun control in time times such as the Stoneman Douglas shooting and the Sandy Hook shooting they have been coming a lot under a lot of criticism for their gun rights policies during these and modern te- and modern technologies in cyber in cyber war and in military technology coupled with the rise of mass shootings in the United States really brings up the question about whether the Second Amendment is still necessary in the 21st century. So I'm going to turn it over to Roman, who will give his opinion on the matter.
0: Yeah, thanks, David. Um, Personally, I believe the Second Amendment is still extremely relevant today. As I said previously, the Second Amendment was put in place to stop the government from becoming tyrannical. That threat did not go away. The government can still very much become tyrannical, and we need weapons to defend ourselves, if that happens. And on top of that, as Ben said earlier, there's the threat of invasion. Now, obviously, the United States has a much more powerful military, and much larger military, than it did when the Bill of Rights was written. But that's still... ...doesn't negate the threat of invasion, some other superpower may get the upper hand in a future war, and the United States may be invaded. Mm-hmm. Now, if that were to happen, I personally would rather have a weapon to defend myself than not.
2: Well, yes, there is a chance that the government will become tyrannical, but at the moment, people are becoming people are a bigger issue than the government. We're in an age of terrorism. That means people can use whatever, whatever weapons they want to hurt lots and lots of people all at once. We need to keep the Second Amendment, but we need more restrictions on it. We need to prevent people who want to hurt others from getting their hands on these new guns, especially in this age, where guns can fire multiple rounds per minute and can kill hundreds of people in a matter of seconds.
0: Yeah, great point, Ben. Thank you. Um, David,
1: any thoughts on this? I actually argue that um, the Second Amendment is not necessary in the modern world because the nature of war has changed, and ordinary citizens don't really have the means to overthrow the largest all-volunteer army in the world or the army of an opposing nation with um, the, because these new armies have things such as tanks and bombs and nuclear weapons. Like, other nations in Europe have managed to maintain their freedoms and a higher standard of living than the United States with almost no guns. However, although I do, however, I don't support a repeal of the Second Amendment, mainly because ruling against and repealing one of the Bill of Rights sets a really dangerous precedent for future, for future amendments.
0: Yeah, that's a good point as well, David. Um, now, Ben, this question's for you. How have other Western democracies managed to maintain their freedoms when citizens have
2: little to no access to firearms? So in Switzerland, people do have access to guns, but they don't have access to ammo. In Switzerland, uh, one of the major ideas of the country is is to be impregnable from any sort of attack. It's in the form of aggressive neutrality, where it doesn't want to get involved in any conflict and is willing to fight to remain neutral. So the Swiss military has access to both guns and ammunition, while the Swiss citizens have access to guns but no ammunition. That way, no terrorists can attack Switzerland because, yes, they have guns, but they don't have any, any ammunition to fire at people with. In Germany, gun laws are more restricted than in America, but since most of the population lives in urban environments, as well as the fact that the German government provides aid for mentally unstable people, means that the most dangerous people in the country do not have access to firearms. Thank you, Ben.
0: Now, any concluding thoughts, either of you might add?
2: Thank you, Roman. I'll go first. I believe that the Second Amendment has to change because our society and civilization have also changed so much from the 18th century that the law in its original form is incompatible with our current society. Thanks,
0: Ben. Now, David, any concluding thoughts?
2: In the end, I agree with a lot of
1: what Ben did say. And I believe that the Second Amendment is here to stay, and it should be. Although gun control is definitely necessary, we should maintain and protect our Constitution and our rights by any means necessary. We need to balance these checks against um, the risk of possible mass shooters and, the, and all the risks that come with civilian ownership of firearms. Thank you, David.
0: Now, personally, I agree with both of you. The Second Amendment, while still relevant and needed in the modern world, needs regulations as well. This is because technology has just increased so much since the time of the Founding Fathers.
1: Thank you all for listening.